What up, what up? Thank you so much for checking out yet another episode of the Kingship Podcast. If you're listening to this, we are on the season finale of the Clock In series. Of course, the Clock In series is musical conversations with various personalities. We're just about to get into a conversation with Steph Capella, who has dropped his debut album, Vicky Secrets. Enjoy. What up, what up? How you doing? It's your boy, Steph Capella, and you are listening to the Kingship Podcast with Ruby. Kicking it with the one and only Steph freaking Capella, episode 10 of the Clocking Series season finale. I'm super excited about this. The only, I, I think, new school act that I've had on here this season, and that's because he finally dropped his debut album, Vicky Secrets. What up, Steph? Aye, aye, aye. How what's, you doing? Thank you for that? having me. Thank you for coming through. Fi- Finally, mm-hmm. okay. Let me tell you something. You know what? Uh-uh. I'm not gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna spare you the agony of ranting to you about getting Steph to do this episode. But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. We're finally doing it. It's it's okay. It's fine. So how are you? Like scale of one to ten. I'm good. I'm good. I say I'm. Uh, I'm probably like a good, you know, seven point five. Yeah. Two, you know, somewhere there. What's seven point five two? Yeah. Seven point five two. It's like oddly specific, but okay. Uh, that's what's how I feel. what's up with the two point two eight? Two point three? Two point four eight? Like you actually calculated that in your head just now. That shows you how hey, smart hey, I am. Hey, yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> Uh, for real so how's this bit how's this period been it's been mm-hmm. like what three months since like the the country was shut down i yeah. guess yeah. no movement no shows nothing none of that so how's this period been for you um actually it's been a little bit challenging yeah um i think i think just like everybody else is going through this in their own way um for me definitely moving around i like my job requires me to move around you know i have to go to the studio um then performances demand uh, so like there's financial challenges there's practical challenges yeah. like even creating the music and whatnot yeah but despite it you know we we, we persevere we we rise up to the occasion and we kind of now we begin diversifying how we look at the game and what other ways can we contribute and still kind of stay afloat you know yeah man yeah man okay so we're gonna get into talking about Vicky secrets but before we do that i want to i want to do like a little background on steph i want to get to know steph just a little bit better i think in all the interviews that i've watched of you um you're like you mentioned something and then you move past it but like there's a lot of experiences that go into shaping who a person really yeah, is you know yeah, yeah. so i know like <clears throat> you've said before that you grew up in in south sea so how was that like how's growing up in south sea I think those were those were probably the best years of like my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually born in Buru, but then after after Maliza Nasari, I think. Yeah. Then I went to Priu in Umo, mm-hmm. and I stayed in Umo Mpaka. I was like class three. Then when when I was turning in Kwanegia class three, that's when we went to South Sea and we stayed there all the way till high school. And for me, because I quit school for like two years, so like what? we were there for even longer than that. Wait. Uh, sorry for an <laughs> No, wait. If you're but, gonna say that on the podcast, but, you have to say it today. Now, when I was in, when we when we moved to South Sea, mm-hmm. I mean, like, cause 
when we lived in Omar, like man, tough times, you know, tough times. Like we were in a one-roomed house mm-hmm. with my mother and my bro. So, but my dufanya got job, gaba. So when she is your time during the quarter, like they were giving out, not giving out, but they were like civil workers were getting like there was some house lijangwa mm-hmm. south like mm-hmm. the Mugoya settlements, right? Mm-hmm. And as guys were in Mugoya phase four. So like we I walked into a house bigger than anything I could ever imagine in at that point. Mm-hmm. I was a kid but oh man um it was good it was good. I mean we tulingia hapo kwa sawa mesota so wasengine watu walikuwa mbele yetu. Took us a while took my mom a while to kujenga you know kujenga watu wake and you know to bring us up to like a certain kind of speed ya south sisi jo south sisi ilikuwa place a punk punk kiasi back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. So yeah, South Sea man, that's where I, that's where I learned how to ride a bike. That's where I learned how to swim. That's where I kissed my first girlfriend. How old were you? I was like, what? See, nine, like nine, ten. <laughs> you had 10, a girlfriend. 11, 12, you had a girlfriend at nine I years old. I started early, man. <laughs> Listen, yo, weirdly enough, I've never had like um. They usually say when like when you're a kid, you mm. don't like people of the opposite sex, and then mm. when you grow older, you start you start They getting attracted hoodies. to them. You know, like I have <laughs> never had a phase where I didn't like boys, like ever. Ever in my life. And she wanted all the goods. Listen. Bruh, yeah, you are that type. Listen, I, I I I I think like I've always known what a cute boy looks like. So even when we're playing uh, mm, Kalongo, yeah. it's like I'd always pick the, the cutest boy to be like my husband or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, but anyway, know, it's man. no Okay, it's because mm-hmm. we mess up my tea. You had a girlfriend and man, I'm like, what? Seven But, actually was the first time that like, what? like I like I had a no, not even a girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do anything. I don't, you know, like, <laughs> like tumble. <laughs> But when I was ten, that was the first time I had a girlfriend. Okay, ten, ten, ten was my first. Okay, and that's what was kiss. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, I was macking at ten, bro. Stop. <laughs> Okay, ladies, man. Mm. I uh huh. So, all right. Wait, you were saying something before we got into this. Oh whole, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, South Sea was South Sea was everything. My adventure, my, like that's where I grew up. That's where like before Chihuahua was Chihuahua. It was our neighbor, you know. Mm-hmm. So like it was just it was it was great. It was great growing up in South Sea. I had a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I I really hated moving from South Sea to kind of like in Flandakoma. In my high school years, mm-hmm. but I really didn't want to leave South Sea because at the time we were South Sea, that's when like really Bumba was taken off. Like yeah, I was uh, exactly. I was gonna right. say South Sea was the hub mm. for like almost everyone coming Man, out. And Akina Isa, like they were big, they were a big deal, and you knew where they used to hang out. Like mm. you knew that barber shop. So wait, if you if if with all these um artists coming out of South Sea and you knew them or you knew of them, um did that like in any way shape or form kind of propel you into like a music career or were you not thinking about it that young? I mean, class 6, class 6 I was. I hooked up with this guy called Alfred, if I'm not wrong. I 
think his name was Alfred I'm not I'm not sure mm-hmm. but Atulianga tuliazana ela he used to write like I used to write raps he used to write a lot of raps mm-hmm. and me at that point in got up and kuimba but I remember like that was the that's the very first like memory in Africa ni sema eh anya at this time I think I was like I was actually really starting to think about music mm-hmm. but all the way through class 8 in Konaimba na tukano naambi unapigia kelele you sound and I did sound like crap you know but I didn't know in my head mm-hmm. I was the sexiest singer out there <laughs> but in my you know, it took you shirtless ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you like you know what that blind faith is what got me here because honestly if god allowed me to hear myself mm-hmm. Like if I actually went and recorded during those years, I probably wouldn't have done music. So like at least in my head I was like the dopest nigga out here. So But I feel like with that me. also it's like you 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 can have something but like it's up to you to polish up on it. Right. And like make it better, make it greater and all those things. Right. Like if you right. if you let it sleep, obviously it's just going to be one of those things that you're like, "I cool, you never Very discovered true. that part of you." Very true. You know, or you never exercised that part of you. It's funny because I don't really think like personally when people tell me I'm talented, I, I like I always look at them like, "Okay, Nandasan, can you and thank you for the compliment." But for me I always feel like yo anything my voice sounds like today is simply because of practice. It's not because of Nizaliwa Nayo like yeah. I watch videos of Akina Beyonce and whatever when they were five Akina MJ mm-hmm. and these guys could already you know could already sing and sound wonderfully like yeah. But I then also they're guy. tapped right early right. right like someone will hear like one note and be like mm-hmm. oh What? That one can sing. Yeah, and and at three sing. years old, like you have vocal lessons mm. and whatever, like you kind of have a direction that your voice is right, going. It's not right, like right. out here we're just like one day you're in the shower, you're singing, and then you know that's that. It's mm. up to you to use music festivals and the know, choir. And, you know there are those people out there also like singing and they've always liked singing and yeah. they can't sing for shit. But yeah. you know what I'm saying, and they still do. So I mean, it it just depends. It just yeah. depends. Like it depends on how you react to. you know like how people talk to you and whatever but me in kwakchongu me i just believe that it's the same you do it sexy voice bro all right so t- talk to me about getting into high school uh high school first of all i didn't understand what happened at kcp i i just don't know what happened i think they they probably like screwed my marks now i'm saying because I had studied and like what you be like after I'd quit school and I came back I was so determined I was so focused so I had like what you be all the way to class 8 can can before just pause it put a pin in that first wait when did when did you quit You're school before CTA. <laughs> <laughs> listen you 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 quit you quit school before getting into high school yeah why what happened like you're ba- you Your I mom let you do that? No, brah, it wasn't easy. It wasn't it wasn't like yo quitting school was the hardest thing no, I ever no, had. No, no, tell do. me what happened. Okay. So, this is how I remember it. Like class 1 through class 4, you know, you're just a kid. You're just playing. Everything is fun. You're not worried about being number one. Although that's what your parents are always like. Make you make me no join me nilikuwa number one kila siku. But me I was just having fun in school. But then class 5 is when it got real. In class 5 I failed. I failed class 5. Alafu um the teacher said like I had to repeat. 
last yeah that was the last thing anyone wanted exactly. back in those days like that's the last thing you wanted is is to repeat so mm. but guys you you could talk to your paros your paros come to school they talk to the teachers nene mnakubaliwa kwenda so this teacher in my class 5 yani alikuwa anambia alafu the the worst thing was i, I took it to heart cuz she was so young she mm. was like one of those young young on the team you had a crush on No not necessarily okay. but but I did think she was cute and she was kissy and you know like I was just so when and I thought she was my friend right mm-hmm. so when I felt like she really like alinikemea unajua alinikemea na nguvu and and she really made me feel stupid like just really stupid and dumb so and that's the first time that it hit me like maybe like I'm actually supposed to be taking this shit seriously and I I didn't want to So after that um ndio madaka kama kabonga nikapelekwa class 6 but then when kingia class 6 i think after the first exam i failed again i was just like school this you know like school this i like singing anyway mm. you know and i liked tv I, i liked tv too much i liked watching tv too much mm. so i quit school donika ange home nikin ke watch tv Um, and that went like an on and off process an on and off process like I'd quit for like nini first time then second time I'd go for like two weeks then I'll quit again and then like third time okay son go ready mama nya na rudi then wait your mom let you do this she didn't let me bro she I got <laughs> whoopings I got chased I got little my pastor nikaombewa nikaitiwa manti manko like I I got it all I got all kinds of everyone tried to convince me but me nikwa manga nikwa tu manga so yeah but then he hit me one day just hit me one day like yo what's your future going to be bro I don't know how he, it even hit me but then I just decided and then the next day I woke up I put my uniform on and I didn't even ask my mom for cash or anything I just went straight to school and I never stopped though I didn't enjoy Buddha <laughs> Two years and year for real though Great one Zai Two years is a long ass yeah, time man. Yeah It's a long ass yeah. time All right now let's go back to high school Yeah So high school High What high school is this? Dago Ditches. Okay. Ditches. So yeah, I nearly pata 353 Niniangu and I didn't understand how I didn't understand how KCP I'd never gotten below 400 since I came back. You know, like I'd never. So mm. But KCP, I don't know because I also got like the marks I got. I was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't get it. I and it was like it. that those papers were mm. so easy but you know I, what I'm yo, saying? I cried. Yeah, so from around from 3:30 to maybe or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was late in the game. Mm-hmm. But um there was an art festival, Tulukwana art festival like every year. Mm-hmm. And art festival was like the, it was the shit for sure because our art teacher was you know cool and alikuwa anatocha tunacheza ngoma kwa watu. Artists are cool. You know. Yeah. We used to like watch telly whatever so like art ilikuwa najua let her water let her DJ will invite girls schools and you know it was going Party. to be some <laughs> And I didn't know how to talk to girls. Mm-hmm. So even though I never used to use my voice um as a as a weapon, I knew this time I was going to. So the art festival fikas come the trend kwanza kuzushia modeto art please watch it to me mina rabai. yeah. I think I've talked about rabai several times. Anyway, uh, Wait, not on this podcast. Oh, okay so rabai rabai is, 
is a guy in Nairobi Horns Project. Okay. Like he he plays for Nairobi Horns Project. Okay. He plays like all the instruments. But at that time we were singing a cappella with him. Mm-hmm. So we convinced our art teacher to let us perform and, and sing a cappella. And when we got up there, we sang, and of course the ladies went wild. And after that, that's like that's when my art teacher every time I'd run into him, he'd be like, ah, cappella, <laughs> ah, cappella. Well, sure, but then. Guys used to think he was going like ah Ruby, unajua ah unajua. So they didn't they didn't know it was actually the word acapella. acapella. So then guys just started calling me capella, and I kind of liked it. So it's cool. Yeah, man, that's how it stuck. There's another capella though here. Man, oh. I was there before. Wait. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I've been capella for since 2002. And um, then he's gonna come out and say no, he's been capella since 2000. Anyway. Four or some shit. Like that. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. high school. After high school, this is where you're going to the states, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So what's mm-hmm. what's happening? What is taking you to the United States, the land of milk and honey? Uh, bruh, if only. <laughs> so that's that's what they say. This, that's what they say, yeah. but it's it's a damn lie. Tell me, tell me what's 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 happening here so, now. So what year what year is this? This is 2007. Okay. It's 2007. Mm-hmm. So my mom has a candid conversation with me and she's like, "Look, when a when a broako, you're both now about to be in uni. I just honestly can't support both of you." But what we can do instead naza itamchango familia nini 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 we changa for you ulipiwa semester moja na flight wednesday to and then you you'll be able to support yourself because you know that's supposed to be whatever mind you before this time i've never been on my own like i've never okay minus boarding school right mm. But as a matter it's cool. Okay, I didn't want to actually. I didn't want to go. I, I was very adamant against it. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend that I really loved. <laughs> It's always been girls. Like oh my, my God. all my problems in life is girls, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I had a girl that I really, really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Like I like she was everything to me. But yeah. Wait, how old ago. were you when this girl oh, was like everything? Like 20, 21, 22, somewhere there. Okay, okay, like, that's yeah. that's like understandable. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a you know. Bit, yeah. yeah. So I I end up I end up like madhara can convince akuna nje ingine. So I end up going to the states and I I automatically get exposed to a whole new lifestyle. Um and I have complete freedom. Like before that you have to imagine my mom doesn't even allow me to have girls my mom akinyona nime natembea na demu yangu tukitoka shop na letwa juu ya you know parents used to fuss a lot but now all of a sudden i can do anything i want like i can drink i'm of age you know like i can drink i can i can smoke I can fuck i can i can do anything can i say that yeah <laughs> I can do anything that I want all mm-hmm. of it, and there's no one hindering me and on top of no one trying to hinder you it's actually kind of promoted mm-hmm. cuz now you're you're a young person you know and and guys who are like young in uni and instead of like being wild is the thing when yeah. you're in college mm-hmm. so yeah 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 went to the states and 
I lived. <laughs> you lived your I life. I lived, bro. Like I had, I had, I had mad fun. Like was it your first year? Wait, 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 hold on. Before, mm. before we get into you doing all these worldly mm. things, we when did you drop CU? Uh-uh, I know. Funny enough, I dropped CU before I even left high school. Why? What happened? No, I just got tired because when I come back, you're going to get tired. No bullshit. Oh like, my god. Let, let me tell you something. That was something that was funny with our CU because at that time we were really against secular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during entertainment, we used to have CU fellowship. I didn't go to enter form one, form two, form three. I didn't go. I miss you entire Like guys would watch movies every Saturday. Dance and stuff. I never went to enter. And then this is how bad it was. Kuna masiku steamer ilikuwa inapotea tukiwa preps siku. When steamers used to nini go kama nini mlikuwa mnaambia anga one of two things. You can do two things. Steamers kilos during preps funga desk yako enda kwa dom enda kwa dom kwa sababu kauko hivyo juu especially after kufika 15 na 30 minutes because guys would start stealing shit. So after like 15 30 minutes kama zarudi you go you go to dorms. But once you go to dorms zima zikirudi acha timnarudishwa juu tena. You see. So when that used to happen if the steamer nini kujas back like mapema you guys can go to enter. Okay. You guys can go watch some whatever. Mm. And every time that would happen there would be an impromptu CU meeting. <laughs> every time every single time like out all kwa wasio kwa miamba these guys are never gonna go to enter and and me i loved music and i loved nini enter like i loved movies and music extremely so like me i i literally felt like they were they were denying me something that was that, that was part of me you know so and i and like it was weird because It's not them it's god that's mm. you know they saying it's god so he <laughs> kafika <laughs> second term he kafika second term form 4 mm. i said that's it <laughs> <laughs> i said that's it smile like that's it and it was worse cuz nilikuwa nilikuwa kwa committee as you say you nilikuwa kwa master so i had nikona wafuasi you get like there are people under me bro Damn. Uh, but I just I just had to man. I just had to. All right. Can, yeah, Fast forward back to college now in the states. So no college. Okay, so funny enough I I the first day I land there mm-hmm. nigga never showed up. Mm-hmm. I've never met him. I've never like I don't Damn. even know. I it just alialini dark can you finally submit what you could do uko is you could submit your <coughs> your what you might call it you could submit a, if 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 you had applied namsela fizo maformzako unaweza patia missionary church ya nini ya international students ya ya chuo unaweza wapatia umse hiyo as information and then those guys will come pick you up because they always wanted to bring in more members into their church so i was literally picked up by the church ya chuo unaona just saw some asian nigga holding steven yanguru like holding a a plaque card mm. so i go mm-hmm. and immediately i'm back into cu again god damn it you get what i'm saying zasa mm-hmm. i they they take me literally straight to fellowship from the airport to fellowship damn because they were having fellowship that day mm. and it's in the house that i'm going to be staying in for the weekend because babu this memorial weekend na chuo mifungo 
what went down. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a difference. Okay. There was a difference. What was the difference? There was this girl. Okay, again. Was, you want me or not? Okay. There was this girl. She uh-huh. was wearing. She was wearing. Um, what you call it? She was wearing like some short shorts. Right? Okay. Like, like really short. This is fellowship. I have never seen anything like it <laughs> in Kenya. Exactly. Now it's everywhere. But Kitambo, you never, you never saw that. Yeah. I'm like, I am in CU. Yeah. And I can see that. All them thighs, like I'm seeing all that leg, like, <laughs> damn, like, do you need all that leg? Like, you see me a girani Oh my God, Steph, you're too Bruh. much. So that was something different. So I knew, like, at Akani see you, I'm probably gonna enjoy this. <laughs> I, 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 like it was probably going to be a little See bit. Like, See, let's drink. See, I'll be like, 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 I'll so I mean wait so did you finish school what were you going to study um I went to study communications Uh I did communications Uh Uh, what happened was I transferred from the because it was too expensive which was a state state university state universities are the highest paying within the states that are not private Mm. so it was very very expensive and Mm -hmm. what Kenyans used to do is then uh then you not even yeah you look for a job mm-hmm. and then you you transfer to like those uh, community college called Butler. It was in Andover. It was a few it was like 45 minute drive. So <clears throat> that's what I did. Um, mm-hmm. I finished like the first two semesters in in Ukwevo, and I talk and Butler. Stayed in Butler, stayed in Butler, did in Butler, uh, Malizard my two year. Now I was supposed to transfer back to Wichita State to my degree. And then I started having issues with immigration. Mm-hmm. And that's when like just shit got fucked up for me. Like um, but even in between that time, I'd met a very beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I had a famo. Um, had Uh-oh. a kid. Had Uh-oh. A kid, got a kid. Uh oh. Uh oh. I love very much. I'm still talk to him every single day. Yeah. Um so how's that I relationship living... like? Like do you do you feel do you feel like it's like hella 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 strained? Yeah, of, I mean not strained but but it's I mean like like bearing bearing in mind or bringing to book like the current circumstances which is like you're in a different continent is in a different continent you mm. can't see them as much as mm. like talking to them every day is not the same as seeing them every mm. day shit like mm. that for sure for sure it's not easy at all mm-hmm. i mean god forbid like I mean, there there are days when you have to there are days when you have to master up all your strength and just to be able to like just to be able to get through the day because like they're hard, especially for like holidays, like you know, you know, and Father's Day, his Father's, his birthday, Christmas, you know, yeah. like special holidays instead too. Guys really go hard, yeah. you know. Guys really go hard. I know it's consumerism, but yeah. at the same time, like there's there's a, a very emotional aspect about it all. So, 
yeah man it's it's definitely like one of my one of the things that i have to deal with on a daily mm-hmm. but i have a great relationship with my kid um i talk to him on a daily mm-hmm. basis uh, we video chat we text these days which is just weird for me like why because oh, he's like about to turn eight mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i can't believe that like i'm texting my son like that's <laughs> that's still weird for me but yeah he's a cool kid he's he's great yeah um far from that stay tuned that's where i started my music career mm-hmm. like i lived i lived i did everything i probably wanted to do in terms of just to those two fantasies and to and to things you think about like i'm going to do this when i grow up i probably did everything that i wanted to do mm. in those times but you know i have bigger dreams and bigger goals now yeah okay so coming back to ke mm-hmm. and linking up with atwal i mm-hmm. think that was like the first order of business was it not amongst quite. the first okay not tell quite. me tell me i talk to me about coming back to kenya and now starting off this thing over here so before i come back mm-hmm. um there's this kenyan producer that sends me a beat one day nikiwa maju mm-hmm. i'm skiatungo mazangu or something and he likes whatever mm. so he sends me a beat mm-hmm. i like the beat i'm like yo can i use it he never really gets back to me and I, i didn't get it like i just think he was one of those guys who just I don't know wasn't very consistent with with work. Mm. So when I come back the first guy I look up cuz that's literally the only connection I have <clears throat> to the music scene in Kenya. Mm-hmm. So I This is up. what year is this? <clears throat> this is 2015. Okay. Um I hit him up. Um he what you might call it. I hit him up he goes like Um let's meet up. Wait, what uh, producers is that we say names? I can't remember. I think he's I just was it Alan something. It was probably Alan something. I can't remember. I can't okay. remember honestly. So first of all, I go meet him at his his house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um he lives in a nice posh place called Kiambu. Either not Kiambu but Kiambu road, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um I go there we talk it's like yo I, I'm I really want to work on some things you know I'm still doing it's like all right cool 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 I'll make you a beat and then we'll see what's up takes a while call him again takes a while I go back to the place we talk again nothing happens then finally he links up with Studio 360 Uko Halinga mm-hmm. he he gets hired there so he pulls me in he says okay let's go work on something and that was probably my first Instagram post when I came back um to Kenya you won't find it now because it's in the other stuff kapelele imefungiwa huko but yeah so we i we 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 record our first i record my first jam in Kenya nigga takes like six months to to mix the shit damn by the time he's getting ready to malizana i mean he shop work and nomsen kwa nomsa apende ajuku fanya kazi apende kazi so me i bounce and then like i'm literally on instagram one day and i just hear this beat is this song that is this guy called dave ndegwa yeah um i love dave yeah yeah, yeah he's a he good makes, singer yeah. yeah and then also guitar called wazimu and then he does a song with fena through atwa that right? song is like listen I played that shit on my show and I was like why yes. why is there not more Now you like, understand now Dave you understand is so I actually linked with Dave through mm-hmm. Trap Heaven but like first mm. like we'll see where the story comes in Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh-huh 
But that's exactly it. Like I heard the beat at that point it was just a beat. It was they they hadn't done the song yet. So I hear the beat cuz he had produced it and then he was filming. Unjo mnyato one producer of Nigga kwa Instagram I'm like I love this beat. I have to have it. I have to have it. So I I look for it while he's like yo come to the stool. Ukwati river sayo. I go we sit down. Um he he actually puts me to this test right away. He's like bro Um, before we do anything like because he had like a couple of guys there and they had just done a song and it was it was it was bad it wasn't good. it was terrible mm-hmm. and you know at all mm-hmm. it's terrible guys <laughs> it's not it's not a good song i can't guys. work with yeah, this i can't work with this you know what i'm gonna show you something i'm gonna show you like you know he goes like capella right capella at that point i'm not steph capella yet i'm just okay. capella okay like, capella right capella I want you to write a song right now. I want you to just write to this beat he plays me. I mean, in one of the songs in Trouble Heaven, I think it's over and over or some shit like I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Over you or something, something mm-hmm. like that. He like write something right now. So me I'm there like, yo bro, me I just came to talk. You know, But it's like, no, 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 trust me. Write something. So I write one verse of it and then I record it. You see guys? You see? <laughs> That's how you're supposed to do it. You know, like, you know how our toilet is. So. Yeah. Um, so that's, that begins my relationship with Atwal. He's interested in me now. Mm-hmm. He sends me more beats. Now, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm back to writing music. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you're feeling in your like space. I'm back to myself. Mm. And yeah, we, we, we worked on some songs. We worked on like five jams, which went, all went into Trap Heaven. I actually gave Trap Heaven its name. Mm-hmm. I'm, how? I'm, I'm not Go even, ahead. I'm not even... Like necessarily because it's a cheesy name. Wait, what happened? <laughs> no, he just—I don't know. We were just—we were just sitting in his studio, mm-hmm. and he was thinking about what to call it. And it was like, "Yo, Trap City," you know, Trap, whatever. And it's like, "Yo, Trap Heaven, bro." Like, I yeah, think that's, that's, it. that's pretty yeah, I like nice. That. I like that. Yeah, Trap Heaven. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I think that's—I think it's pretty cool. I don't, I don't think, think it's so. cheesy. Because like it's cheesy. like. I think at that time maybe was when like a lot of trap was starting to like yeah, get into the scene yeah. so like I think it was pretty cool it's and then he cool, had like this bevy no it's not a bevy it's a big but he had this collection of artists on there yeah. that you would probably never hear on their own it's a fact but do you think that like like we lived up to the name trap heaven you know you know what I'm I mean like, like I feel like for for the that was like 2016 when it was released for the time it was released mm. with the whole like live show thing mm. and a producer putting it together i think right. that was a pretty like well i i respect the move i definitely respect the move yeah. um i think like the way i'm thinking through it is like if i was a dj and like i put a compilation here yeah, trap heaven like i the amount the kind of trap like tracks i would have on there wouldn't sound like yeah. the, the way like yeah Atwal is a good producer in terms of trap and whatever but he's also very meticulous in terms of mm, instrumentation. I get that. Way beyond what trap usually yeah, does. You I know get like that. he's he's very the, his production value is way above what trap usually is. So um, I get that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so yeah, that Maybe was that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was it. Um yes, so working with Atwal mm-hmm. and then that was a very short-lived relationship. Very, like very, it very was cool. literally okay, I remember you coming through to the studio. It was like, it was like maybe year. July 2016. Like yeah. 
a year mm-hmm. of Atoll. So he came through to the studio. He actually hit me up. He's like, yo, Ruby. Because I, I don't know how I met Atoll. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But like we... Surprisingly, with mm. all the hecticness mm. of people saying that like Atwal is hectic to deal with, we mm. were like cordial. We were, we'd have like professional conversations. It's like, yo, Atwal, I want to call you in for an interview. He'd be like, I want to send you music. You know, mm. we, we were cool. Mm-hmm. So he hit me up. He's like, yo, listen, I want to come through to the studio. I'm putting together an album, and I got a mm-hmm. couple artists that I wanna bring through to right. hip hop culture. Right. And you were amongst the artists, and who else was on there? I think Unique was also on there. Was he? At that point. Was he, did he come to the studio? I, 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 I don't, I'm I not don't sure. Remember. I'm not sure. But because we had done, we had done, my first collab with Unique was actually work. Yeah. Which we did. It's it's in Trap Heaven. Yes. Yeah. I remember you guys performing. I don't remember who else was there, which is very embarrassing. But I remember like, you know, in the middle of the show, me and Atwal, mm. there was like a situation yeah. and I was like, fuck was this nigga, it. man. Like, are you going to say that on your podcast? <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> so Atwal, say this story. Atwal, yeah. Atwal pulls up uh. to hip hop culture with like his gang of artists, you know, <laughs> trap heaven in the building, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're having conversations. We're having like some dope ass conversations because I'm always, I'm always for people living, um, living by their truth and saying it with their chest. Right. So he came through to the show. He was like, yo, listen, I think mm. there's like a lot of mediocrity and whatever, whatever. And I was mm. like, all right, cool. You know, we're having a mm. conversation. But where he ticked me off was, so Mike's are on. We're having a good convo. Mm-hmm. And then Mike's are on. He comes back and he says, yo, listen, I want to apologize to my fans. I remember this shit because I remember I was so angry. Mm. I was shaking. Mm. On the other side, I think even my voice was shaking because I was like, Fuck. I remember, I remember. So <laughs> we come back and I'm like, I oh Atwal says I'm, I want to apologize to all my fans, everyone who's tuned in because of Atwal. I thought we were going to have like more conversation than music, mm. but like it's like it's a lot of music being played and we're not really saying anything. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What? I'm like. Hey, that was just I remember everything. It was a moment. It was listen, a moment. I remember being like, respect my house. Like I, I was so angry because I was like, listen, this is a music show. And then and then at the time, to be quite honest, um, the DJ of the show, we weren't like we weren't great. Our relationship was strained already. And then I'm telling him, Ati, I'm bringing him new cats. It's like, who the fuck? Like, and why the fuck do they deserve like a lot of time to talk on air while I'm supposed to be playing music, you know? Right. So it was like Yo, hip hop culture has just been a whole story. I just I just mm. can't get into it's it. A but act. Yeah, so I was like, yo, listen, fam. When we do have the conversation mm-hmm. where like we're saying some mm-hmm. shit, we don't have to have like a 20 minute convo because again, this is not talk radio. Right. It's still right. like music still needs to be played. So mm-hmm. like the conversation might be getting good. Mm-hmm. It's not a podcast again like this right. where I have to say like there's no music. I can put the music in the edit or whatever. Right. This is live, right? Mm-hmm. No nigga is listening to new niggas for 20 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Like facts, mm-hmm. you know, like they might have some interesting I'll stuff. He knew say. how radio worked. No, not even how radio worked. I didn't think he he understood. Number one, he didn't understand how that kind of programming worked. Yeah. But number two, he also didn't understand that he was new on the scene. You know, yeah, like, like he, he he was pretty much like Atwal's always been Atwal. He's yeah. always been like, yo, I'm 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 the biggest, best, and whatever, and I'm here to yeah. speak, and you're not letting me. Yeah. So. Yo, it was it was intense, but you know we worked Yo, it out. You know I was just sitting there like really quacking, really quite in an awkward place, yeah. <laughs> 
because now in uh, like now I'm here like as the artist nimekuja kujiuza but then now my my nini my what was I, was I even signed at that point no he won't sign so. yet but this guy the my music plug and this radio host they're going against each other and I'm just saying like, and everyone in the um, group on the WhatsApp group everyone is like ooh like, and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like no fuck that shit like I would honestly for me I feel like I don't know. I have this mechanism if you attack me, I'm always like ready to shield up mm-hmm. and like I will like come at you harder. Like mm-hmm. you can't hit me and leave me down. Mm-hmm. As small as I am, I'm going to try to like I'll still get a punch mm-hmm. in. I'll never, you know, like bite your ass. Exactly. Up. I would I would bite your ear off no, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, after that I remember we had a conversation and we worked it out and we went back to the group right. and we're like, "Hi, we cool." And then the show happened. He actually that was actually right. my first MC gig. Mm. Trap yeah, Heaven. I remember you were hosting. Yeah, I was hosting mm. that shit. It was it was pretty interesting. How was that show for you? Bra, you know I got cut off, right? Like Bra. <laughs> I was pissed. Wait, 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 wait. Why why were you cut off? I thought I we had like pissed. the whole night or something. Now, I don't know. Like not even cut off like that. Like Okay. So I have five tracks in the album. Mhm. But I was the newest artist mm-hmm. like literally nobody knew me yeah but i had five songs on the album mm-hmm. like yes there was i think maybe maybe zonda and and like kelvin k might have been the only two other niggas that had more songs or mm. the same amount of songs as me on the album mm. but in a, in a, in a, was it 19 tracks or something like that like in a 19 track whatever i have five songs on there and i really literally didn't get to perform mm. the only performance i did was my verse uh, okay yeah yeah work the that one, one i unique. remember yeah that was the only song i got to perform mm-hmm. in the entire whatever so i was i was actually really 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 pissed plus my mic was like really quite so i couldn't move from like my position so literally like unique was performing over there moving around doing you know performing yeah. Yeah. and me i'm secluded to this place looking like a backup singer you know like a backup vocalist yeah. so like i was pissed i remember I was, i was very pissed about that like whatever plus you know it's, it's no one's getting paid yeah plus you remember he had charged people to come in it, he had merchandise he yeah. had like he nigga made bank he yeah. was very good at making money and not share. <laughs> I mean like isn't that but, isn't that how everyone who's rich stays rich? I guess I guess I guess that's the game but you yeah. know honestly that's I mean I'm not saying right it's game. right but it's like I feel a, like it's it's a it's a character that I've seen in a lot of people who are I mean I mean I think I think there's levels I think there's levels and there's probably systems different systems of how people different people work mm-hmm. but for for me and Atwal even when i did get signed and especially when i did get signed like it just it, it became it became more stress i didn't have peace i didn't have any peace like i'm that guy who like i like talking to myself right mm-hmm. i talk to myself all the time but when i find myself talking to somebody who's not there you understand what i'm saying like i'm imagine say for example me and you have beef mm-hmm. and now i'm imagining talking to you and what I would say to you mm. and what you would say to me and I'm answering back and mm. when I find myself getting in that area now I'm I know I'm getting obsessed about something and if I'm getting obsessed then that's not a healthy place because nigga over there is not thinking about me mm. you know so it just 
it got to that unhealthy place and i knew that like no matter what lied on the other side it was going to be better than being on this other side regardless of the fact that we had started taking off a yeah bit. yeah i think like that was quite a fast rise because mm-hmm. again I told you Atoa and I were cordial so when we were doing the cypher in December he hit me up he was like oh yeah Ruby I see you're having stuff on the cypher I want to see how he does and then we see if we can proceed like with a working relationship or whatever like I'm trying to sign this dude or whatever because I remember he asked me where the video clips I'm trying to see how this nigga performed and then afterwards is when like the the picture with the contract is done and then you know afterwards it's like what was this Friday thing freestyle Free Steph, free, free Steph, Steph Friday. Mm. Yeah, that thing was like, everyone was just like, we're like, whoa. Mm. So Tissot mm. was talking about it. Like, everybody was just like, what the fuck? Who's this new guy, you know? Mm. And then everyone is watching you. We're like, eh, Steph, I'm like, okay, it's okay, it's fine. And then um, fast forward to that, it's like, oh, I would like to announce that, um, you know, me mm. and Antoine are not doing this thing anymore. Yeah. What, like, when you say you didn't have peace, like, what was that relationship actually like? Nah, like, man. Like, honestly, I can't, I can't get into it too. I mean, that's a chapter in my life that I've honestly, I've just closed it. We're closing it I, after I, I this never, podcast. I never, no, you don't even understand. It's not like so much so not talking about it. It's... Like, revisiting it yeah revisiting okay. that like that place and like mentally even it's it's okay. not some with something i do anymore all right i'm not gonna do that to you. Yeah. we can move past it um so talk to me so you guys have decided that we're not doing this thing anymore and i think one of the things that you actually said was like um i signed up for creative freedom not to have like all my shit taken away from me it was like some long ass post I was, bro now nah, he put me on he put me out first like he dropped me without telling me he didn't even Damn. As much give me a phone wait call wait you did you didn't have a conversation towards like we're bruh, done with this bruh he didn't call me did you see it coming yeah yeah i think we were like i think it was mutual at that point okay i think it was mutual but I never said, even through our arguments, and we had mediators, we had, we, we tried to solve this thing for a while. Yeah. In-house first, then we brought in people, like Buddha Blizz, yeah. you know, we had, we had like people who came in and tried to sort this thing out, because everyone could see, yeah. there's something special here, yeah. there's something that can really grow here, there's a professionalism, there's a team, there was some there's, shit happening and it's there good for real. music, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> but... Even throughout that whole process, Mans never gave me a call and said like, Let's "Bro, I think this. I think we're done." Oh. No, 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 no. We were arguing back and forth. Okay, okay. But he never told me like we're done, or texted me, or emailed me, or anything. Damn. I just saw a post on Instagram, bro. What? You found I out with saw, the rest of us. I saw a post, bro. I saw a post, and I was like what now i don't know if it was it was uh, um fault on like because we had a manager at that point too mm-hmm. i don't know if it was just the manager who hadn't sent the email or like hadn't communicated or whatever all i saw was a post saying that we will no longer no it wasn't even instagram it was facebook mm. um our music is no longer promoting or like we're not, basically dropping mm-hmm like that 
not even as much That's as cold. a fucking phone call. That's fucking cold. I was like, all right, all right, cool. So I got in my emotional bag too, mm-hmm. and I got and I got mad. I was like, oh, this nigga just really about to put me out on blast and make me look like like a bum. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done everything in my power to like. And I also like I also said my 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 real spiel because at the end of the day, I don't want to get into the complications of it. But you see how I left. Mm-hmm. You know, you, everyone saw how I left, and it and it was rough for a while. But um, I think I think I'm much better off now. Okay. Yes. Now yeah. that obviously after talking mm-hmm. about Atwa, we have to get into like the present, what's happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So when <clears throat> did you first meet Ivan? <laughs> this nigga keep coming up <laughs> but but uh yeah yeah that's actually how i met him ivan came to the studio mm-hmm. him and atwal have always been friends still are mm-hmm. um like they are oh, they click they understand each other especially they click over like they're both gadgets guys mm-hmm. you know they they really into electronics and stuff like that the latest type of stuff so I, I think he came over either they were talking cameras or they were talking their new PS at that point or they were talking something whatever but Atwal played him a few tracks and Ivan was just like wow he's so dope bro let me shoot him a video let me shoot him a video Atwal never let it happen mm-hmm. so like initially like cause, cause that's when Got The Sauce had just come out and Ivan wanted to shoot Got The Sauce mm-hmm. and at that time like Atwal contracted um, Ocidiana, Ocidiana mm-hmm. to do it instead so that's how I initially met Ivan in fact mm-hmm. um, Got The Sauce the song was recorded at Ivan's studio Oh. Yeah, because at that point, at that point, um, what's his name? Atwal didn't have a studio yet. He had, he had like, he had equipment, but he didn't have a studio yet. Mm. He built the studio much later on. So we had actually recorded that song at Ivan's. So, but then now after I'd left, and you know, Ivan gave me a call. He was like, "Bro, Like, I don't know what's up, but. Like uh, I've already called Atwal, I've talked to him and I'm calling you now, bro, just come to the, the spot, come, let's talk, let's vibe, you know, you know how Ivan is. So I came through, we sat down, we talked, drank, and it was just like, bro, this place is yours, you know, like if you ever want to record music, if whatever, you can just come at any time. And through that, we started developing a friendship. And then we also did, like, we really grew as fans of each other because he mixed my songs and I was like, oh, okay, so he's 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 as good as a twirl, if not better. So I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with this. And we developed a friendship and we worked. Over the first year, we just did track after track after track. We never used to release anything. Mm-hmm. But we just did songs and songs and we just enjoyed it the whole time. So... Um, after after a little while, that's when that's when now we, we decided to start really getting serious about like what we were doing. We weren't just you know having fun. Plus, we had started dropping songs that were actually making waves. Mm-hmm. So now we wanted to get a little bit serious about what we were doing, and that's when like um, not necessarily paperwork, but that's when we started having like those conversations of like what is it that we want to do as a team as Bamoza. Mm. Okay, so I know like also another one of the reasons that you stated in your long ass post mm. 
Yo, was <laughs> listen. I, I don't. I don't. Feels, I don't yo. even think I've ever typed a paragraph that long when yo. I'm when mad. But maybe, probably. But you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. So in one it. in one of the in one of the whatever one of the statements mm-hmm. on the whatever I don't know mm-hmm. what to call it. You said that you signed up to make money, not have something something i don't know how that mm. statement goes mm. not not have like not see money come in but not get any of it or whatever something like yeah, that some something like to that, that yeah. yeah so with ivan i know like you've done a bunch of shows you've done mm. like a lot of shit um the free stuff ep is doing mm. great on boom play mm-hmm. um and i guess like there's been progression mm-hmm. um as far as the steph capella brand um, is concerned. Mm-hmm. So, would you say like right now with your relationship with Ivan, the things are looking better financially than they were oh, with? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the things that I really have to shout out Ivan for is Ivan has never like even even from day one he he never came to me and be like, okay, bro, from now on, you know, fifty percent of what you do is mine. Like he's never been money minded mm-hmm. about like what we were doing. Ivan simply does this because he loves to do it mm. like he's a producer at heart that's what he does like everything that Ivan does stems from a production like Kwanzi Amziki mm-hmm. music dictates life for him so he he just and plus he wants to do some dope things he wants to not necessarily for fame but like I'm a areas mingi within this industry like he's really moved things in this industry mm. and i really admire that about him so like from the jump the way we worked was always like let's focus on the music let's not worry about the money because if i try to charge you what you like you actually owe me you won't be able to afford it and if you try to charge me of nini something from me what you want i won't be able to afford you so let's just do this thing we have the resources let's Let's make music and enjoy this thing. Um, the business, of course, comes back later on. But you know, like that was the basis of our that that was the foundation of our of our music career was a friendship first, and it wasn't money minded. Mm. It was a situation of just natunapendana or whatever. But of course, you know, things things have changed now. You know, like we've grown also as you know, he's grown as a company and as we have grown as a brand. And it's only fair that we, you know, we make sure that we work out that situation right. Yeah. So, like, are you signed now, something? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I, I am, uh, as of as of right now, I am Caliban Music Prezo. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, kakiti angalau zozoa. Akula bahati apo. Alright. Um. Yeah. So, like, like I said before, you performed at a bunch of shows now mm-hmm. like from trap heaven to like i think tgr fest mm-hmm. to um this casper new fest show right. the term i don't remember oh terminal. tgr fest actually mm-hmm. was a casper show yep. and then terminal weekend was carrie hilson bobby yeah, bobby v. v and etc 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 yeah, so and and was man's not hot Shaq yeah. <laughs> yeah and of course like Kali Barack Steph Shaba you yeah. know mm-hmm. Shoe Kid mm-hmm. um what has been your dopest show so far hmm. African Nouveau is in there yeah um the funny thing is 
the universe is a funny place, man. Like, cause things, things, the way that things work, like <clears throat> my best show is actually one of like, beat afterwards a little bit, but festival of love. Okay. What happened? Um, some money situation, some, you know, some guys didn't get paid. Um, I didn't receive my full amount. Um, there were some issues. They, they, some issues developed later on because mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what the organization. I don't know what was happening, but things weren't going right that the night of the, the whatever the event. But I had prepared. I had prepared to have a really, really, really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the. I had the movement band as my um, I had the movement band as my I had the movement band as my as my band mm-hmm. and these guys are incredible like you know Mutoria plays for Saudi so like he's literally their music coordinator on stage mm-hmm. so like I was very very lucky to have those guys like they were playing for my set and so like I was prepared to have a really good show we had prepared something awesome mm-hmm. and then the night of the doing like of the thing they're trying to tell me to go first and I'm like nigga what like <laughs> what you mean like what you mean go first like my people aren't even here mm-hmm. and you know I'd prepared like I'd prepared to have like even Kali Graf come on stage with me mm-hmm. and Kali wasn't gonna be there like for a while mm. so i'm like no i'm not i'm not going first like, was that was that what was supposed to happen on no the no okay. no 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 there wasn't a schedule we we kept it asking like, for the schedule okay, okay there wasn't one but now the show had begun you know pascal was hosting with alongside um i can't remember her name i'm sorry at that point i just even even talker mm. But she's somehow I feel like with someone actually close to me that I know, but I can't rem- I can't remember. But so they are hosting. They've already you know cracked their jokes, their whatever, and and now we are expecting someone to start. And Elvis, um, I don't know if you know Elvis the singer, like, who mm-hmm. plays guitar, beautiful mm-hmm. voice, like God, probably the best singer in Kenya mm-hmm. easily. So he's already performed. Madim Washa cheesy. He's off stage. Now we don't know who's supposed to go next, but there's Petra, mm. there's myself, mm-hmm. there's Alicios, there's um, yeah, and then uh, there's Sauti Soul, and I think that's it, mm. right? Oh, and then Flavor, Flavor from Nigeria. Nigeria. So they're trying to tell me to go first, and I'm like, no. And plus, my people, you know, you gotta love your people, you know. Like I can even I like. What? Steph, no, wait, chill, bro, wait, chill. <laughs> Z, Steph, I fast. Like, what do you mean, Steph, to go fast? You know. So we, we, it was like a back and forth plus at Kotumepata, Ganji Bado. So it was like, nah, bro, you gotta. I'm not going on stage until you finish mine. You need, cause games. Yeah. So finish my money, then we'll go. Um. So eventually they finished the mula, and it was actually like it was actually. Anyway, nah, let me not okay. do the hate thing. <laughs> let me just talk about myself. Yes. Funny. But so I go on stage and remember I had planned a good show. I had people with fire, I was like fire blowers. My whole squad was in like branded t-shirts, Steph Capella. I had t-shirts, Lenina Kupeana, mm. 
because of the deal I had with Jamison. Jamison had given me mad booties, which I was gonna give to the crowd and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was prepped. I was really prepped to have a really, really, really good show. Mm-hmm. Plus the band, of course. So I performed. Goes crazy. I was actually wearing these pants mm-hmm. when I performed. And then this motherfucker, you see how it is? <laughs> <laughs> the first 10 seconds mm-hmm. of me performing coming on stage. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. The shit's dysfunctions. Mind you, this this thing is tailor made. I'm saying because like I wanna have Nisho. I'm ready because they were paying me a good check, and I wanted to make sure like okay, I'm not taking anything home, but I'm gonna make this show look ridiculous. So, ten seconds, the button on my on my trao, plop, goes. Wait, did it fly into the crowd? It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't know, like, but it, it just snapped off. It snapped off, and I didn't know what I was gonna do. Cause ten seconds Lights, in, you know, yeah. Ten seconds in, I still have a whole set to go, and my trow has gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about talk about nerves. Like, like I was like. It can't be. Like it can't be like Munguna Juaj Muna joke. Mm. So like when when they're nini, I just turn around and, and you know Zurina and they make sure there's a smama smama and then I go in, I start performing. Perform the first song, perform the second song. Um if you've ever been to my performances, you know I like to go down where the, the crowd is. Now these guys have jangad, you know one of those like two meter two meter stages, kilafana kwangalia juke. So how am I going down? Yeah. Stay yeah. So I'm like, so I hadn't done jump. rehearsals. I mean, we did. Wait, but in rehearsal time, there's no crowd. There's but no like, crowd. also you can like check the stage. And you can, but like time, like your mind frame is in there. No, because the thing is, when you're doing sound check, and this that's a very good point. Actually, I'm gonna write that shit down. You're that's welcome. Very, yeah. Run me you. my check. What you send me the invoice? Send me the invoice. <laughs> Uh-huh. But seriously, like when you're when you're doing sound check, you're just concerned about the sound. Yeah. You know, most of the, you're not really like thinking. stage dynamics you know and what all I'm that. Mm-hmm. But thank you. I'm gonna start like really considering you're welcome. that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I but, believe uh, honestly, I believe mm-hmm. sound check. You should do like a like a watered down version of your performance. Yeah. So that yeah. you know everybody knows where they're supposed to stand, what they're supposed to do. Like you know, shit the like issue that. usually comes in they usually tell you to show up at like a certain time Mm -hmm. and then they are never ready at that certain time and they are always so strict about how you like if you don't come at this time you'll miss sound check and if you miss sound check you're not gonna perform you're not gonna perform or whatever and you're like they're busy trying to connect things Mm. and it takes like another two hours you know they're never never ready so by the time they're ready to start Every artist is there. Mm. Every artist. I'm at all auctions. Everyone wants to perform, yeah. And everyone wants to do their thing. So you can't really take more than 15 minutes, 20 sure. minutes doing the sound facts, check. Facts, facts. So what happens next? Um, 
So yeah, like I jump off the stage mm-hmm. to go to the crowd, mm-hmm. right? And at this point, I'm jumping because now it's, I'm starting to give away booties. Mm-hmm. I have booties. I'm literally pouring it. What will it lower your sickle courtesy of stuff? You're proud of yourself. Oh, bro, you gotta, you gotta know. They had like liquor ukonyuma, but mm. it was damn expensive. No one was buying it. And me, I have like ten booties at Jamie. Mm. <laughs> but you want akurusha but not you as a warm to so like you're just giving them out you're giving them out you point the people so i could the stage go in myself in a trough stacy coco nyuma so you can't go all the way back so i have to climb this two meter stage with loose pants that could just you know Thank the Lord was with me. I think those <laughs> that investment I made in see you, you know, help. Yeah, came to finally. Yeah, got back up on stage, performed and it was wonderful. Like the reception was so wonderful. I didn't expect it. You know, like when you're still an up and coming artist, you you don't really think guys know you. Yeah. You don't think because you've been to enough shows where guys don't know you and yeah. your performance is kind of mild, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the reception i got from that shit guys were singing my songs i didn't even know That's you know dope. what i'm saying like, and the girls were screaming and not to be on my show and it was it was a beautiful 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 performance mm-hmm. and the fires and all that and kali came on stage when i say steph yasek pella steph vela steph you know like it was a moment yeah. it was a moment wait you said that was a highlight or that was a down No 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 that was the highlight part okay, of it okay. but then so after that tukaanza kukimbisha na mambo ya pesa it just became a whole situation and then it was just like ah whatever okay so, okay i get it but it sounds beautiful <coughs> what has what stage do you aspire to get on in the near future something workable don't tell me coachella tomorrow i mean yes uh, it's 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 doable but like Honestly? Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, let me let me tell you something. Tell I used to dream. I used to dream on being like all I used to dream about be doing is being on a stage with those huge screens and lights and all that. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to perform on that cuz I used to think that was the coolest thing on this planet. It really is so you fucking know, cool though. I used to think that was everything. But yeah. now I've done that like I've done that several 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 times. Yeah. So it's no longer like that part of my dream like I feel like I already accomplished it. Even whether it's Coachella, whether it's whatever, I feel like at the end of the day that's what I wanted. I wanted to be up okay. there saying it wasn't so much like I wanted to see a sea of fans. I'd appreciate it, but you know like I It's more about like what the setup looked like and yeah, the production value and, 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 and it was me in that moment rather than me being famous okay. you know me being whatever so now what i want have you watched hamilton Mm-mm. you should okay like that's what i want to do okay that's the stage that i want to be on when you watch it we'll have that discussion okay mm. I guess everybody else who also hasn't watched it. Rami Machek. Would... <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get into the album. Mm-hmm. Finally, the debut drops. Yes. Yo, how how did like how did it just feel to get that out the way? Oh, man. It was like a big <sighs> Finally, you know like it just felt like it's been a long time coming because we started working on this album 
from the first day that I started going to Ivan mm. right like mm-hmm. after Sunny Metro Cartwell when we started working on music I had already promised the fans that I'm going to have an album out yeah like rather quickly because I felt like your fans are really deserve music plus I wanted a catalog Juni metoka place ile ngine na score na jo banya attack about me performing my songs when I was in that label mm-hmm. so I had pressure on the one hand that I need music to be even able to perform but at the same time I'd already opened my big mouth and said that I was I was going to deliver an album 